0: Welcome to The Athletic Mind, your go-to podcast for maximizing your mental game. I'm your host, Taylor Cook, a mental performance coach and a former professional hockey goalie. Join me for open conversations about mental health, mindset, and performance. Whether you're an athlete or coach, you'll discover a wealth of tools, resources, and insights designed to transform the way you play and lead. Let's get into it. Welcome back to another week of The Athletic Mind. I'm your host, Taylor Cook. For those who don't know me, I'm a former U sports and pro hockey goalie, now a mental performance coach, working with athletes and coaches to transform their game. And for those of you who maybe don't know, I think I maybe mentioned this briefly on a previous podcast, like kind of alluding to something kind of happening. Um, so anyway, I've been retired now for over a year and last week I had my very first practice back on the ice in over a year and we'll be stepping in to play with a women's team here in Germany starting this week so I'm really looking forward to being back on the ice. Uh, I had absolutely no intention of playing again honestly um, but sometimes things just happen and I have to, you know, think that they happen for a reason. And it's been like kind of crazy getting all my stuff here. Like I had to ship it from Finland and Sweden because my helmet was getting painted. And then the health insurance. Anyway, it was just like kind of crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to not only be coaching with a team, but I'm also going to be playing with a team too. And yeah, like life is just kind of crazy and unpredictable. And I'm just like really excited to be stepping back in. And getting on the ice and I honestly expected you know like my physical performance and like my body to feel a lot worse after being on a first like practice where I'm in the net for such a long time but it was like riding a bike and I felt like I never left so yeah it's really nice to be back but before we get into the episode as always we're gonna have our pre-game warm-up so whether you're a new listener, whether you're a long-time listener, if you have not left a rating or a review for the podcast, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, does not matter, uh, If you can take a minute now, go ahead and leave that rating and review. It really does help the podcast grow and reach new listeners just like you, and like I said, you know, one of my goals this year is really putting a lot more effort into the podcast, that way it's more of a community feel and that's something that i'm hoping to grow into towards the end of 2024 and yeah this is really you know a important piece of the puzzle here in order to get this podcast to more athletes more coaches so we can really talk about improving performance from a mental standpoint and also a leadership standpoint as well so if you haven't done that, go ahead, do it, please. Thank you very much in advance and I mentioned before in the last episode, working on putting all of the social engagement into one like unified platform or at least one unified user, so it's all gonna be going through my personal uh profile, so that's gonna be on. Instagram and TikTok more specifically because I did have like the athletic mind there, but everything will be now at Cook underscore. So if you are not yet a follower, make sure to go ahead and do that. And if you're currently following the athletic mind pod on Instagram or on TikTok, go over to my personal one. You can follow all podcast related content there. And of course, I have mentioned this in the past couple episodes, and I will continue to mention this as well, group coaching and accountability program. So this is going to be a three month program with biweekly group coaching and accountability calls where athletes or coaches haven't really figured out which way we're going with this yet. But uh, you'll be able to learn some mental coaching strategies to improve performance, set goals properly, properly here being the, the key word, to track progress along the the journey of achieving these goals, discuss some hot topics, and more or less just to have a positive and supportive space where you can get advice from me and other athletes or coaches, and also be there to support others in the group as well. So if this is something that you think would be of value to you, something that you're interested in, please send me a direct message. You can do this either on Instagram or LinkedIn and we can discuss that further. So please don't forget to do that. Maybe I should also start making notes at the end of the podcast here as well. But lastly, if you're an athlete who wants to step up your game, or if you're a coach and you want to improve the experience that you are providing for your athletes, you can learn more at www.taylor-minds.com. And you can see the show notes for the direct link to the website. Now, let's get into the episode. So, usually, these episodes is like kind of where I do a deep dive into a specific topic. Um, when I'm able to kind of leave listeners with some strategies and tools for you to be able to use on your own in your sports journey, or even outside of sports, because let's be honest, they're all transferable. But in the hopes that it's going to make you more empowered and you'll be able to take your performance into your own hands. However, as many coaches and parents know, sometimes you really just have to learn by doing. And sometimes you have to make the mistakes and learn from them and you have to just learn the hard way. And this is something I've done countless times and I'm sure will, do countless times in the future as well and there's really like no amount of strategies that are going to prepare you better than the curveballs that life tends to throw at you right so in thinking about all of this i did some reflecting on my own sports journey and i wanted to pull some of the big lessons that i have been able to take away Into every area of my life outside of hockey and sports in general, and so this is you know like life lessons from the rink essentially, and just wanted to have more like an open conversation about this rather than like a crazy uh, structured discussion because yeah like this is the kind of conversation that you just want to have with a friend and learn about the lessons that they've had to go through and how you might be able to take something away from that. So all of that being said, one of the first life lessons from the rink, and this comes like from day one, was if you want something, you have to work hard for it. So hockey and also many other sports, they're really demanding, they're high-paced, and they call for a lot of sacrifice if you really want to go somewhere with it. And I've seen so many like shirts or memes or something where it's like, you know, I can't, I have hockey. And that if, if I could choose like, one sentence to describe my childhood, that's 100% it right there. Like I can't I have hockey. And I don't regret that at all. Sure, I had to make some sacrifices in terms of maybe not being able to spend as much time with my friends or do more like non-athletic regular people activities. Um, but looking back, I don't regret any time that I said like, I can't I have hockey because that really allowed me to get to where I am today. Like growing up in Southern Ontario, there was... And there still is, and there forever will be more competition in women's hockey. And as a goalie, the competition is even more fierce because there's only a few spots on the roster for you. So, two, maybe three in the youth leagues, three, maybe four in the pro leagues, right? Like it's not much, much room. And yeah, okay, there's not as many goalies, but there's still. What a few in Southern Ontario anyway, you know only having those few spots like you really had to be willing and ready to put in the work if you wanted to go somewhere with this and so many people in you know like Hamilton Oakville, Stony Creek area like have a decent amount of money to be able to put their kids into like development camps to have one on one coaching or one on one like technical training. And we were not fortunate enough to have, like, the opportunity to go to one-on-one goalie coaching or goalie development when I was younger. Like, it just wasn't a thing. It's really expensive to do the one-on-one goalie coaching, too, like, especially as a goalie. Like, goalie is already expensive as it is, but then, like, to add, like, the technical one-on-one coaching is even more so. But anyway, you know, I wasn't going to let that stop me from being able to get to the next level or being able to achieve my dream of getting to the very top. There's no pro league when I was younger. I honestly didn't even know about university. So like I just dreamed of the Olympics. I just dreamed of Team Canada. Like that was that was my goal was to make it to Team Canada. And so I really wanted to make sure I made the best of every opportunity that I had, which meant every time I was on the ice, I was pushing myself hard during practices and games, both. And, you know, as a a young goalie who doesn't have any technical training, you can imagine uh, uh, my technique was probably pretty poor. I know at times, like, I remember one of my goalie coaches said to me, and he was like, you know, a dad from the team. He was like, you look like a fish out of water out there, but you stop the puck and that's what matters. And it's so true, honestly, like, of course, technical skills do matter once you get up in terms of skill and level but when you're young like if you have that drive and you're willing to push yourself to your ends to be able to stop the puck like of course your coaches are going to admire that and see that in you so like the early morning practices the endless bag skates that I have experienced for over the 25 years that i played all the off-ice training like all of those things contributed into building resilience and discipline and a work ethic that really now permeates every single area of my life. And without that work ethic, there's no way that I would have gotten to where I am now. And even though I didn't get to like my dream goal of playing in Canada, I've still played professionally. I'm still overseas and I've still been able to get a lot of really amazing and cool places that I would not have otherwise had the opportunity to do. So number one, work hard for what you want. Absolutely. And a little tip here for athletes, whether you're a goalie, uh, a player, whether you're not even in hockey, maybe it's a different sport, but most coaches will prefer a driven and hardworking athlete over a skilled athlete that has absolutely no work ethic. So work hard, even and especially when no one is watching, because that's when you really start to develop that like next gear, that sixth gear to be able to kick into when you need it most. Life lesson number two from the rank. Take responsibility for your actions. If you want to make it anywhere in sports, business, everyday life, there's absolutely no room for excuses. Like success demands accountability. You have to be responsible for what it is that you're doing. So whether it's a goal against, whether it's a, you know, a poor decision, a lapse in judgment, a team loss, taking responsibility for your actions is non-negotiable. So this is a lesson that I absolutely learned the hard way. It's in my first year of university and it's like ingrained into my memory. So my first year of school, my goalie partner and I, we were both in our first year. We're the only two goalies. So naturally we were battling it out all season for the starting spot. Both of us wanted it bad. There's no question there, but we knew, you know, before stepping into playoffs, coach was going to have to make a decision. And we had to give the best show that we possibly could to be able to get to that point. And a spoiler alert here, I was on the losing end of this situation. Uh, I got benched for the first time in almost my entire career where I was like a second string goalie. And I had to watch the rest of the season from the sidelines, which I think is pretty much every goalie's worst nightmare. So when the season came to an end, we always had like exit interviews before heading out for the summer, you know, like what's been going well, what are things that I, the coach thinks that you can improve on for next season. We had this meeting and it was in this meeting that coach gave me the reason as to why I was not the one that got the starting position. And outside of like maybe not being as consistent as I could have been, um, the biggest one was that I was not taking responsibility for my own performance. So instead of owning my mistakes, instead of figuring out how to learn from them or how to do better the next time, instead I was finding excuses for what caused those mistakes to happen in the first place, which is 100% not an admirable trait in any athlete, in any business person, and just any aspect of life. Like, You can't be the person going around pointing fingers. You need to own up, take responsibility for your own performance. And so after this conversation, I really made sure that I stepped up in all areas, and took responsibility for my performance on and off the ice. So after that, you know, I was much more attentive to my own performance in that way. I was much more open to listening to the feedback that I was getting from my coaches, and really trying to be the best version of myself that I could be. This has served me well, even after sports, and my own personal business any sort of endeavors that I'm going in and also in my personal life too. So if there's anything that you, you know take away from from this particular lesson it's just like remember you are 100% responsible for your own decisions. that's the bottom line. So if you're the kind of athlete who, maybe tends to point the finger at someone else or tries to put blame somewhere else and just like avoids taking any sort of responsibility at all, take some time to reflect on why that's happening in the first place. Because the only way that you'll be able to get to that next level is if you start to own those mistakes, you start to learn from them and try to like improve yourself every day. So that is another really important one that I learned. Unfortunately, the hard way, hopefully you won't have to learn it the hard way. But sometimes, like I said at the outset of this episode, it's just better to learn things the hard way because then they're really ingrained in your memory for a lifetime. We know many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. There's lots of hockey action every weekend, so whether it's a rivalry game or your favorite sports team, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. Life lesson number three from the rank: practice makes progress. So a few episodes ago, I talked about breaking perfectionism. So in an attempt to move away from perfectionist thinking and perfectionist performance strategies, I've decided to change the classic practice makes perfect mantra to practice makes progress because there is no perfect game in hockey or in any sport and there's like no perfect life right it's so easy for for athletes to get caught up in the performance results in the sports world so how many goals you're scoring how many shutouts you have what are your stats having x amount of wins having the big trophy and and It's not to take away from those goals because they're great goals to have. But the issue is that you don't have tons of control in those results. And it's not about being perfect. It's about making progress. And the only way to master anything is by putting in the reps. It's practice, practice, practice. And so instead of going in aimlessly to practices take each practice and think of it as like a step toward improvement. So for the next hour, you're committing to honing in on your skills, and you're recognizing that this small step is part of a much bigger journey. And you can do so much to take advantage of those practice times, whether it's on ice or off ice, doesn't really matter. But progress is a continuous journey. So even Me after 25 years, I have had thousands of practices and there's still always some area for me to improve in. And especially after having a year off and jumping back in, there's tons of places for me to be improving, especially in terms of speed and, and technique. Like this has been like a really important lesson in my career. Because now that I've embarked on a career after sports, now I'm developing my own business and mental coaching space, you know, I've had to learn a lot of new skills, which I definitely was not able to learn overnight. But over time, through countless repetitions, through practicing by making mistakes and learning from them and going through that cycle again and again, I was able to make progress to begin to master some of those skills needed in this area, right? So practice is progress. It's not about perfection. So try to take some of the goals that you have and make them more of internal ones rather than the classic score X amount of goals or X amount of assists or have this save percentage, like the results come with progress too. So you will all automatically see those results, once you're focusing on the progress and focusing on honing those individual specific skills more and more. Life lesson from the rink number four, look for the growth opportunities. Hockey, just like life, it's filled with a lot of unexpected turns and twists and change in events. There's a reason that people say losing teaches you more than winning ever will. And that's because in every defeat, there's an opportunity to learn and to grow. And I think it's really important to adopt this type of mindset early on, because there's so much that you can learn from when you're younger. And if you don't have that kind of perspective on things, then you're missing out on a lot of opportunities to grow personally, physically as an athlete, as a person, like there's so many things that you will miss out on. So instead of having this victim mentality and asking things, you know, why me? How come I didn't get this? Or and having more of like an entitled perspective, you should instead be asking one, why not me? Two, what can I learn from this? And how can I use this to get better? So once I made that shift, once I stopped pointing the finger at other people and blaming the results on other people or other circumstances and actually took my performance into my own hands, my own control, and began to search for those opportunities for me to grow more, your whole mindset will change. How you perceive challenges is going to change. And you're going to be able to bounce back from is any type of adversity much faster. So whether that's facing a stronger opponent or having to navigate some personal challenges, seeking the growth opportunity has really become my autopilot and it propels me forward in the face of adversity. So I think one of the, the biggest things here is like for example, you know, I said that I was benched in my first my first season. Um, once we got into the playoffs, next two years I was starting goalie. The final two years of my career, I unfortunately was not starting because I had some knee injuries and such. But I had learned from that first year of being on the bench, and at that point in time, you know, I had that victim mindset. I was like, oh, like, why am I not playing? Um, but in my fourth and fifth year, I made sure that I took every opportunity to get better. And so instead of complaining that I wasn't starting, it was saying, okay, how can I utilize practices to my advantage? How can I still make sure I'm growing and developing, even though I'm not necessarily playing the games all the time? How is it that I can make sure that I'm playing my role for my team? So if you're not a goalie, maybe you don't think about this so much, but if you're a backup goalie, like your role is to 100% support your goalie partner. Doesn't matter. Like they're a teammate. Your goal is to win, and you need to be there to support them. And you also need to be ready to go in the net in case something happens. But I needed to make sure that I was putting my own personal feelings aside in that situation because. Of course, I wanted to be out there. Of course, I wanted to play. But that wasn't my decision to make. So from there on, it's okay. like I can learn a lot by watching. I can learn a lot by making more of the time that I have on the ice. I can make sure that I'm doing everything in my control to improve and grow. And from there, results will come. And it shouldn't come as any surprise that one of these life lessons from the rink is about mindset. And the fact is, mindset matters. Whether you're in hockey or any sport, it's a mental game. And it's just as crucial, if not more important at times than the physical one, especially as a goalie. Okay, goalies, you have to be able to withstand a lot of pressure. Goalies are unique because, like, they're standing alone. They're the last line of defense on the ice. They're on the ice for the full 60 minutes. And sometimes it's, you know, a a solid 50-50 back and forth game. Sometimes you see hardly any shots. And then other times you're absolutely peppered. But either way, you have to be dialed in and focused for a full 60 minutes. Because if you're not, it's easy to make mistakes. And once you make those mistakes especially the crucial like the crucial mistakes where there's a puck in the back of your net next thing you know there's a horn going off there's a really loud crowd either booing or cheering and there's a red light going off over your head like every time you make that kind of critical mistake all eyes are on you and you have to be able to handle that like it's just part of the game and you don't have really the opportunity like the players do where you know you have shift 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 so you have a break for a little bit and you can actually go and talk to teammates and kind of bounce things off one another or say like, oh, you know, uh, maybe next time you should do this or whatever the case is, right? Like goalies don't have that luxury. So that means that how you are talking to yourself and the mindset and attitude that you bring to the rink, whether it's a practice or a game, these are really important pieces of the puzzle for success, Because if if I'm standing at the back of the rink all by myself and I'm telling myself how terrible of a goalie I am, or if I'm thinking about that one mistake I made three minutes ago that almost cost a goal, or maybe a mistake that did cost a goal, if I'm constantly thinking about these negative things and I'm not focused on the here and now, then naturally... I'm not gonna be performing at my best either. And I'm taking away from myself, my team, and that's not fair. So having positive self-talk, positive mindset during those tough moments and trying to visualize success, whether that's during or before, or even when you're at home, if maybe that's how you prep for your games, like everyone's different. But staying focused under pressure these are all skills that you cultivate through years and years of practicing and playing in games. And this on top of, of course, like the mental coaching background that I have as well, but this has really translated seamlessly into other areas of my life. And so, especially in the business space, like this is, this is all new territory for me. I have absolutely no background in business specifically. So of course, like I'm doing everything in my power to be able to learn more, to be able to seek out mentors, learn from them, to be able to talk with people who are in this similar line of business and see, okay, like what are, like, what can I be doing better at? Like, how can I be improving this or, you know, all all of these things. And this goes for every area of life. Whether that's in sport, maybe you're still in school, trying to have like a, a better mindset in terms of school. Really, really important. Um, even in, in your personal life and your relationships with other people, like having a positive attitude, a positive mindset goes a really, really long way in terms of relationships, in terms of success, in terms of just overall happiness and well-being. So definitely important to take a look at your own mindset and if you haven't done that or if you know that you're someone who thinks a little bit more negatively then come and talk to me like we can have a really good conversation about how to improve that mindset and look from a a different filter and the last one here is my absolute favorite um and i'll explain why afterwards but it's just straight up believing in yourself this is probably the most profound lesson that I have learned from hockey is the importance of believing in yourself. I can think of many occasions where I've had naysayers, whether that was coaches or other players, parents, or even some family friends, like saying, you know, you're not going to make it to that next level or, you know, kind of like undermining me as, as an athlete, Uh, Even at one point, having someone say, like, you should get a real job. Uh, I've seen and heard quite a bit. And it really would have been easy for me to just, okay, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm just going to believe you. You're right. I should probably just give up. And maybe I should pursue, like, a more realistic career path. Um, But I'm never one to take the easy route. I will and have always been the person who goes the, the path less traveled, the one that usually has much more ups and downs than, than others. And yeah, like if I have my sights set on something, I'm very driven and determined to make sure that I, I get there and do whatever I can to make it happen. And so believing in yourself, this is important because whether it's facing a, a stronger opponent, whether it's blocking out haters and naysayers, or if you're, just taking on some really insurmountable challenges, having that unwavering belief in yourself that you can, you will get to whatever that goal is, no matter the cost. There's literally no stronger drive, no stronger motivator, I think, than you being able to, believe in yourself and your abilities to be able to get to where where it is you want to go and if you won't stop you from doing it then absolutely nobody else can hockey has instilled me with like this other level of confidence in my ability to pursue the goals that i have and it's taken me a little while to be able to kind of translate from the hockey space into the business space, because it is so vastly different, but also so very similar at the same time. And so having this belief in your ability to be able to achieve your goals is a game changer. There's, there's no other way to say it. So if you are someone who tends to kind of struggle with self-doubt, maybe you get a bit overwhelmed at the possibilities of where it is that you can go with your sport, especially for those who are a little bit younger, I think, can be a little bit intimidating sometimes because now we're seeing you can go youth sports, you have the the ACHA, you have NCAA, now we have pro leagues, you can go over to Europe. Like There are so many opportunities. But if you are grappling with the self-doubt and you're questioning whether or not you can get to it, well, you've kind of already beat yourself in a way. So being able to go back and kind of rewire the way that you believe things and the things that you believe in is going to be a really, really important part of you actually going and achieving what those goals are. Because our belief system is what wires us for success. So if we're believing in all the wrong things, but we have a a dream to make it to the pro leagues, but at the same time, we're not confident, we're not playing consistently, maybe we're pointing the finger at other people and, and playing the blame game, like that's not gonna get you to that next level. So you really do have to do a deep dive into who you are to understand yourself, to be able to cultivate this level of self-belief. And no matter what, stay committed to the goal. If you are that person, if any of this sounds like it could be you, again, send me a message. We can have a conversation about it. I can give you some more information on how our belief systems are formed, how we can rewire them for success, all of those things. And... Those are the six life lessons I have from the rink. Of course, there's so many more that I could talk about, but for the sake of this podcast length and just uh, finding the major ones was the most important key for me. So, you know, hockey, it's it's not just a sport and don't think of it as just a sport because it's been a classroom of life, honestly. Like it's taught me so many things that have helped me in my sports career, but are now also helping me outside of my sports career as well. And through hard work and taking responsibility for your actions by practicing and looking for those growth opportunities and working on your mindset and most importantly, believing in yourself, you're going to be able to get to wherever it is that you want to go if You really take the time and the energy and the dedication, commitment to make it happen. So if you have someone who's telling you to be more realistic, my advice is don't listen to them. And that's coming from my personal experience, because if I had chosen to be more realistic, if I had chosen to just go the same path that so many other people have gone. I wouldn't have had any of the opportunities that I have had to this day. I probably wouldn't have traveled to any European countries, wouldn't have learned any other languages, wouldn't have met some really amazing people. And honestly, I might not even have started this podcast or even embarked on my journey to become and build a mental performance coaching business. So believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. And if you found this episode of value, share it with a friend, share it with an athlete, a coach, whoever you think could benefit from it. And of course, as always, leave a rating review. I want more athletes, more coaches, more people to get access to these types of conversation topics whether it's more specific to mental performance or the experiences that I have taken away from the sport and be able to share with you. Um, I find them very valuable in my own life, and I'm sure that other people can find some value for them too. So please help me out, leave a rating and review, share on social media. And last but not least, if you are interested in any group coaching and accountability, or if you're just interested in learning more about what this mental coaching process is, please feel free to send me a DM, Instagram, LinkedIn, or contact me through the website. does not matter. Uh, I'm here to talk all about these things and would love to hear from you. So thank you all again, and I'll see you next week.